Welcome to the Sisters Dua podcast and thank you for tuning in to today's episode. And today's episode is about anxiety and some of self-monitoring duas that we find in the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. As we enter this new season, sometimes we have seasonal anxieties or things that you know, bad weather can bring up within us. And when it comes to healing, that station of faith or self-preservation and self-modification starts within the mind, right? So healing ourselves through reflection can have immense benefits for our Iman and the quality of our relationships with ourselves will get better. How many of you have been with someone and he or she did or said something that triggered a pain and a hurt within you. What was your response? Do you remember how you responded? Did you think something or say something to reject what was given to you or what was said to you? If so, that is a sign of self-preservation. And I'll give you a simple example. I attended a lecture a long time ago once and a group of sisters, I had just met with these sisters, you know, we were from the same town and we decided, you know, let's attend this lecture together. Upon walking to the lecture, one of the sisters I was with was behind me and sort of pushed me and said, You're walking so slow, you need to move faster and act like we have somewhere to go. Immediately I pause and I'm thinking to myself, whoa, like, did she just push me? (laughs) You know, the inner inner gangster inside of me was like, who does she think she is? So I was very emotionally charged in that moment. Then I simply said, and and I replied, well, that's not nice, you can walk next to me. And she paused and I saw her face kind of sink with silence. Now, why am I telling you this story? You know, why does it matter? And I kid you not, for the rest of the day, my mind was thinking about that instance. I had so many thoughts and judgments. For example, I thought, hmm, she must be mean. Or, oh, she doesn't have manners. Or does she think she's my mom? Like, why did she touch me? And at one point I thought to myself, why is she so unforgiving? Why did it hurt me so bad? Should I have been silent? Or was I mean in my response? All of these judgments kept running through my mind for the rest of the day. And my answer was after I dug deep, I felt like I was being picked on. And looking back at that interaction, I can't change her and I can't change what happened, but I can heal myself by identifying the root cause and asking Allah to guide me and guide her in our future encounters. Now, was I mad? Yeah, a little bit. Was I annoyed? Yes. Was it right? Mm, No. But at the root, I felt like I was being picked on and bullied because I was picked on as a child and it triggered some hurt and some pain. Now ask yourself, what are you carrying in your mind that is self-defeating? Or what unpacked traumas are you carrying within yourself? 
What experiences have you gone through that forced you to reevaluate your circumstances? I will share a powerful and amazing dua that helps and protects us against these experiences so we can manage our emotions and ourselves better because it's a part of being human. It's a part of our human experience to identify emotions, to resonate with them, and to really find comfort in the emotions that spring up upon us when we least expect it. One of the duas that I found, it's a common dua for what to say when something you dislike happens. I'll read the Arabic, then I'll read the English. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. And that translates as, it is the decree of Allah and he does whatever he wills. It is the decree of Allah and he does whatever he wills. And that's a dua you say when something you dislike happens. The second dua was narrated by the Prophet ﷺ in Sahih Bukhari. And it is narrated in many hadith that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would consistently make this dua and many companions heard him repeat it over and over again. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hammi wal-hazan wal-ajzi wal-kasal wal-buqli wal-jubd wal-dala'i daini wal-galabati rijal. O Allah, I take refuge in you from anxiety and sorrow. Weakness and laziness, miserliness and cowardice, from the burden of depths, and from being overpowered by men. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hammi wal-hazan wal-ajzi wal-kasal wal-wukli wal-jubd wa-dala'i daini wa-galabati rijal. O Allah, I seek refuge in you from anxiety and sorrow. Weakness and laziness, miserliness and cowardice, from the burden of debts and from being overpowered by men. Now, in my research of this dua, I wanted to get a better understanding of the Arabic terms behind some of the the words in the dua. So, elhem, which means hem, means to make uneasy and to fill with anxiety. So this is the type of distress that one feels that affects the mind, the heart, and the body. And this type of sadness worries a person, and one's sole concern is this particular sadness. Hem leaves a person preoccupied with one's thoughts, going over and over again about them in the mind, because it is an anxiety that one has pertaining to something that may or may not happen. And if you ever felt this type of sadness, then you know how much of a debilitating effect it can have on you. The second term in the dua is wal-hazan, which comes from the root huzun, which also means sadness, but it's different from hem. Huzun is a grief coming from an unpleasant event that has happened, such as the death of a loved one or something that happened in the past that really affected you. The third one is al-ajaz. Ajaz, which means to become weak or to lack strength and to be incapable and to be a failure. Al-kasali, kasal, which means to be lazy or idle or sluggish. Al-bukul, which is to be stingy and to be greedy. 
In the Quran, Allah uses this word to describe those who have wealth to give, but keep it to themselves and do not give it into charity. So buk is to refuse to give something lawful that you have in abundance, whether it's money or time, and it's to prefer yourself. And because of this greediness, this good thing such as wealth is never used for good. And the final word that I'll dissect is al-jubni, which is jubun, which literally means to shrink. So from this meaning, it's like something becoming cowardly or fearful that is overtaken. So what is the point of, of dissecting this dua? What is the point of this dua? And this dua was said by the Prophet Sallallahu More importantly, it is to protect us from the things like cowardice, like stinginess and anxiety. So when we have times in our lives where we start to feel this way, we can remember this dua and recite it and to seek relief and ask Allah to help us and to give us strength in those times. May Allah allow us to benefit. May Allah allow us to call on to him and ask him for strength and for mercy and for generosity and giving us ample amounts of his generosity because Allah is Al-Karim, the most generous, who abundantly gives and has a limitless bounty. So he has more than enough for, for every one of us. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sisters Do Our Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate us on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud or iTunes and wherever you can listen to this podcast and leave a comment or a five-star rating. Follow us on Instagram at Sisters Dua, that's S-I-S-T-E-R-S-D-U-A and subscribe to us on our Apple Podcasts app, SoundCloud and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please share it with friends. Assalamu I go away, you are rubbing, bring me back. I know I'm so dead in that